Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Uh, great win against Syracuse last week. Um... Uh, I mean, it was almost a complete game. I, th- I thought there was a little lull and focus and motivation in that game. Uh, again, Jordan Travis, I feel like, is uh, trying to make a big play on every play. I-, I just think that he needs to work on that. Um, because if you try to do that against the really good teams, that's going to get you beat. So, you know, Mike Norvell has said it a number of times, take what the defense gives you. Um, you know, I can't emphasize that point enough. I feel like, you know, this defense is playing very well. Um, you know, so punting or, um, throwing the ball away, that's not a bad play. You know, you, you want to have as many, you know, score scores as possible but sometimes the defense wins and sometimes you have to just play smart football. And, you know, when the quarterback touches the ball on pretty much every play and we just need him to make better uh, decisions when in those type of situations. Um, this Duke team, this isn't your Duke, your, your daddy's Duke team from, you know, 20, 25 years ago. This is this Duke team right here is legit, physical, athletic, and if Florida State comes out there half-stepping, they can get embarrassed. So I just really, really, this, this, is, this might be the hardest game left on the schedule because Miami are who we thought they were. They start out hot every year, then they lose a game that they're not supposed to lose, and then their season just goes down the toilet. We, we've seen this the last three, four years now where they've done this. Um, we know when they play Florida State, they're going to get hype for us. Uh, so, you know, we fully expect that, you know. But I, I just feel like this Duke game, this Duke team is probably the hardest uh, remaining game on the schedule. If we can get past Duke... I think we got a chance to be very special. Um, Louisville lost to, I mean, they got throttled by Pittsburgh, which I didn't see that coming. I thought when they beat Notre Dame, I thought, okay, Louisville's got a chance. But the way it's looking now, and I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, is it looks like it's going to be Florida State and North Carolina in the ACC championship. That's what it looks like. Now, this thing can go either way. We got six more games to go, and this season goes so fast. I mean, it's it's you just blink and you halfway through the season. I just I just hate how fast it goes, man. Um, but very again a very uh, physical, very athletic, very well coached Duke team, and. I just, uh, they scare me. And the crazy thing about this is that 
my high school team lost to a uh, great defensive team. My 49ers lost to a pretty good defensive team. And this Duke team is pretty good on defense. So, I mean, I'm definitely, the antennas are definitely up right now. As far as, you know, what could potentially happen this weekend. So, the only questions, again, that I have about Florida State is focus, motivation, and the quarterback not trying to make a big play on every play. By all means, if the big play is there, take it. If it's not, you know, throw the ball away, check it down, you know, just just don't do thing don't do anything that's gonna get us beat. Don't be the reason that we get beat is basically what I'm saying. Don't be the reason why we get beat. And I think, like I said, we get past Duke, we're gonna be we got a chance to be very special. Um Trey Benson. This is going to be a physical game. Let's let's just go ahead and say that right now. This is going to be a hard-hitting physical game. This is not Duke from 20 years ago. This this is a much different Duke team. They're going to come out. They're going to try to run the football and be physical. Okay? They have their defense is going to try to stop the run. They're probably going to put eight in the box and and play man-to-man against them receivers against Keon Coleman. And and that's what, you know, but if you Duke, if you're going to do that, you're going to have to pick your poison. You want to play one on one with Coleman or you want to uh, put just leave seven in the box to contend with Benson. So. Um, I think it's going to be a close game. I, I'm going to say 24 17 Florida State. I think at the end of the day, we have more talent. Um, I think the coaching might be, I give I would give Norvell the slight edge on coaching. Okay. Um, I like that the defense is blitzing more and challenging offenses to make a play. Um, our DBs, uh, Cypress and uh, Green have played pretty well. Knowles also. Um Number 38 has played pretty good. Um, and we we just have a wealth of riches on this team. Uh, Destin Hill, I said last week, is destined to be a great player, pun intended. Um, Hakeem Williams, he caught that touchdown. He's, I mean, he, he, he is as advertised. He's going to be a big-time talent. Okay, to be 6'4", a man his size, and he can move like that, that's 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 uncanny. And uh, so, you know, with Wilson being out in that game, you got to see more of Destin Hill and Hakeem Williams. The future is bright. The future is very bright for Florida State. So, um, again, I told you my uh, – favorite player on this team is Rodney Hill, the running back, number 29. Um, I love his running style, very physical. Um, Tua Philly is running running between the tackles more. He's more physical. He had a long run. I mean, we've always known that he was a home run threat. So 
it's, it was nice to see him get out there and, uh, you know, make plays. But this this game definitely scares me. Um, I just hope that Mike Norvell presses the right buttons during practice this week, get these guys locked in. And, again, I'll say it. If we can beat this Duke team, we've got a chance to be special because nobody else on the schedule really scares me. I mean, it's football. Anything can happen. But. You know, the Florida Gators don't scare me and the Miami Hurricanes don't scare me. We know those are rivalry games and you can you can pretty much throw the records out of the window when no when we play those teams. But I, I think Florida State for those games are gonna be hyped. So and I still think it's gonna be close in those games. Um but you know it's it's just a tremendous uh, feeling to be a Florida State fan, football fan at this point in time, to be relevant, to be relevant. Um, I can't really put it into words. I've been following this team for pretty much my whole life. Um, so I, I, I really did not experience any type of drop off until the mid-2000s, and that was just like the Bobby Bowden down years was just like, you know, I just thought the world was coming to an end. Then we went through the the last, the saga the last several years, and to come back to where we are now, uh, number four in the country, top five, competing for ACC championship potentially, and making it to the playoff and competing for a national championship, so... You know, kudos to Mike Norvell. Um, he he said in the beginning how he was going to build his program. I I didn't believe. I I will admit that, and I will eat crow. Will gladly eat crow. I was wrong. And whatever happens this season, we're certainly headed in the right direction. So, you know, thank God for the transfer portal. I think success would have taken longer if we didn't have the transfer portal. Certainly, I'm sorry, certainly success would have taken longer if we didn't have the transfer portal. So I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for the players that transferred in. And still, you know, Florida State has some cachet out there. Uh, so I just think... Uh, Six games left. This is the hardest game on the schedule, but we're not going to discount Miami uh, and Florida. Certainly, if we don't come out there and handle business against those two teams, you know, we can be this season could be a disappointment. Duke is five and one with their only loss coming uh, to Notre Dame, um, which is a good loss because Notre Dame beat the wheels off of USC. Um, you know, they're, they're multiple on offense. They're four, two, five on defense. They're well coached. Um, you know, if they, if Florida state comes in here, half stepping, this can be a very difficult game. Um, you know, I'm really anxious to see it. It's, it's a primetime game. I don't know if, uh, 
the two main guys who do Saturday college football are going to be on the call, but it would seem like they would be. Um, so I'm just real anxious to, you know, see. I think this is the hardest team left on the schedule, like I said earlier in the uh, podcast. Um, you know, I've watched them destroy Clemson. I watched the Notre Dame game, which was a hard-fought game. I think I think the game is going to be like that. Um, I watched them play NC State, which was a pretty good game. So, this like I said before, this this isn't your dad's Duke Blue Devils. Um, this this is a different program. They've they've rebuilt the team through the transfer portal. Mike Elko has selected really good players, and this is why I love the transfer portal. You know, teams like Duke and Oregon State can 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 rise. That's what I love about it. Um, so, you know, if Florida State, if we can beat Duke, if we beat Duke, again, let me emphasize this point home. I think we have a chance to be really, really special. Um, now, is Riley Leonard playing? That's really the question. But the backup, um, the black quarterback, the backup, um, Beelan, redshirt freshman, he's he's pretty good too. He he really showed me something against uh, NC State. Um, their defensive tackle, Dwayne Carter, is a problem. Okay, and. You know, he's going to be going against Maurice Smith and probably uh, our two guards. So I, I'm I'm nervous about that matchup. I mean, Dwayne Carter, um, very good player, red shirt senior, six foot three, three oh five. He's a problem. Okay. You know, if our offensive line ain't coming with the um with the pain. This guy could have a great day. Um, so we're, it's, it's really going to be a test of our offensive line to see if we can hold up against a player of this caliber. He, he's a potential late round, late first round pick, in my opinion, just from watching him against Clemson, Notre Dame, and NC State. He has that potential. Um so it's it's just gonna be really interesting to see what Mike Norvell cooks up. Um, I hope they don't start doing that tunnel screen stuff. I love the traditional screens, the two of Philly. Um, I think you're gonna have to use Jordan Travis's legs a little bit more in this type of game. This is gonna be a physical game. Okay, this this isn't gonna be, you know. LSU where it was just, you know, it, LSU was kind of physical, but I don't, from the games that I've watched of the Duke Blue Devils, they're a very physical, hard-nosed, athletic, well-coached team. I'm not trying to write them off as some kind of blue-collar, overachieving team. They're very athletic. They have players, okay? They have players. And if Florida State doesn't bring the A-plus game, 
Um, this could be a long night. So, like I said before, focus, motivation, and the quarterback doing the right thing with the football at all times. I don't think in this type of game you can afford to have any kind of slippage at all uh, with this type of team. They're well coached. They're a very well coached team. They've only lost to Notre Dame. And Notre Dame is a pretty good football team. So, um, I'm I'm scared, dog. I'm just going to be real about it. Um, all my teams have lost to teams that's like Duke. Very well coached. Very good defense. Um, they're running at 4-2-5. So, you know, Keon Coleman is probably going to be the X factor in this game. I want to see more of Hakeem Williams and Destin Hill. Um, if Johnny Wilson can't go, Hakeem Williams is, like I said, man, he is as advertised. The way he broke away on that touchdown, I don't know if the Syracuse players just gave up, but he's got some wheels. So, you know, 6'4", I believe 200 pounds, you know, big guy. So I'm I'm really interested to see what Mike Norvell is going to cook up. I think it's going to be tough to run the football. I think you're going to have to get creative in that respect. Um, but I think again, like I said earlier, it's going to be like 24-17. I don't I don't see Florida State blowing this team out. They're too they're too this is this to me Duke to me is the third best team in the ACC. Um, Florida State, North Carolina, then Duke. Then you could say Louisville. Um, then probably Clemson this year. Um, so I just, uh, you know what Duke is going to do. They're going to run the football. They're multiple on offense. They're going to throw the ball. If Riley Leonard is playing, he's going to run the football. Their defense is, again, well-coached. Mike Mike Elko is a defensive guru. So, you know, Mike Norvell is going to have to pull some new stuff out of the hat. Okay? Um, I'm still waiting for that formation where you put the tight end in the backfield and you run the sweep off of that, out of that formation. I thought against LSU that was a very – productive formation so I would love to see that in this game because this this to me again this is the hardest remaining game on the schedule I know you still got Miami who is declining you still got Florida which is there I I think I I would say they're in purgatory they're just there Um, they just got lucky that South Carolina is not a very good football team, and they let Florida come back. I think we can beat both of those teams. I, I don't think focus and motivation is going to be a problem in those two games. Um, but this type of game, you know, you you can't go out there with uh, the attitude that we're Florida State and our stuff doesn't stink. You know, we we have to go out there you know, and just play 
like it's the national championship. Every game is a national championship from this point on. Every game. You have to treat every game like that. And if we do, I think that we can really make a run here. I think earlier in this podcast, I said that the Duke-NC State game was a pretty good game. I said, when, when I said that, it was basically saying it was a pretty good game for Duke. And every game that Duke has played, they've pretty much dominated the other teams, except for the Notre Dame game. And that was 21-14. So Florida State really got their hands cut out. For, I mean, their, uh, their work cut out for them. Um, you know, you can't go into this game half-stepping. I would venture to say that this game is just as big, if not bigger, than the LSU game. I think if this, if Duke, if Duke was like, if this was Clemson with a 5-1 and one record and they lost to Notre Dame 21-14, I think this would be a top-10 matchup. I think Duke is not getting any respect because it's Duke football. And just traditionally, you know, nobody respects Duke football. But give uh, Elko credit. He has went in there and built a winner. Um, so, you know, if Riley Leonard doesn't get hurt in that game, who knows? I think it was more toward the end of the game that he got hurt. But uh, I think you can definitely pull some stuff from that Notre Dame tape. Um, I think uh, even in the Clemson game, I think I want to say that Clemson outgained them um, in yardage. Um, but Duke just the ball uh, bounced their way um, and Duke just took advantage of their opportunity. So, you know, it's a combination of luck and being well coached. And, you know, Mike Norvell this week has to really be on his game because like I've been saying, this is a well-coached, athletic, you know, uh, smart team. They're not going to beat themselves. You're going to have to go out there and, you know, put put a good 60 minutes um, on tape for these guys or on the field for those guys. So, like I said, it's a game that scares me. It's it's. It's kind of like the Cleveland-San Francisco game. You know, it, it, it's, it's kind of looking like that. So I'm just hoping that, uh, you know, we can dominate. I, ne- I, don't, I don't, I'm never going to say just win the game. I want to dominate. And, but I still think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be like the Notre Dame game, uh, 21-14, 24-17, Something like that, 24-20, something like that. I think it's going to be a close, competitive game. I don't think they've got anybody that can check Keon Coleman. If Johnny Wilson plays, I don't think they got anybody that can check him. I like I like Destin Hill. I like Hakeem Williams. Um, I like all our receivers. So, I mean, it's just uh, – and, and I definitely want to see – more of Marquise and Douglas in a lead blocking role. I like Jaheim Bell as uh he's a serious weapon. I don't think he's a great blocker. He's just good enough as a blocker. Um I like number 84. I think he's a, a nice receiver. 
Uh, so we, we have a multitude of weapons, but I think this is the type of game where you have to come out and establish the run. And I really feel like Marquiston Douglas needs to reassume that role as the lead blocker. I don't know. I don't know why they're not doing that. I really don't know why they're not doing that. Um, because they did it in the Oklahoma game, in the bowl game. Um, and it just amazes me that we're, you know, I like the single back stuff. But if you can, if you can basically almost dominate on the ground with the lead blocker, why not just get the lead blocker? Defensively, it just depends on who's playing. If the redshirt freshman Beelin is playing, blitz him. If Riley Leonard is playing, you're going to have to be a little bit more cautious in what you're doing because very smart quarterback, very athletic quarterback. I know he's coming off the injury. Um, so you have to be, when you're playing against Riley Leonard, you have to be very smart with your blitzes. So uh, Riley Leonard is going to play in this game. And hopefully Florida State has been preparing for Riley Leonard. I, I just don't think you could go out there with Beelan. He was four, four of 12 in the NC State game. So, I mean, that, that changes the whole dynamic of what you're going to do. The Duke is a very good football team, man, in all phases of the game. This, this is going to be our hardest game of the season. I would venture to say that this game is going to be harder than the LSU game because Duke doesn't beat themselves. You're going to have to, you're going to have to really, you know, hit these guys for, for 60 minutes to beat them. It's, it's just that simple. And like I said, this team to me is six and zero based on talent. They're six and zero based on talent. I don't think they're six and zero based on, we going to just line up and destroy you. I don't think this Florida State team has that mentality. Now, 10 years ago, that 2013 team with Jameis Winston and, and all those guys, Mario Edwards and, uh, you know, all those other guys, that, that team just said, okay, we're, we're more talented, we're more physical, we're better. And we're going to come out and we're going to punch you in the face every game. I just don't I don't see that mentality on this team. And I, I think the only time that I have seen it is the LSU game. But even then you gave up, I want to say, 24 points in that game. So I just really feel like, uh, you know, it's going to be a close game. I think this team is going to rise to the occasion. I think they're going to win this game, but I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I don't. I think. I think Florida State has the more talented team, but I, I think they're reading a lot of their press clippings right now. That's just my opinion. I don't know this for a fact because, like I said, I just I don't see the sense of urgency to win from the very beginning of the game. Um, so 
I, I think when you don't have that sense of urgency to come out and dominate, you give the opponent the confidence slowly but surely that, hey, we can play with these guys. Um, I think that's what Duke did in the uh, Clemson game. You know, I think Duke was a little tentative at the beginning. Then, you know, Clemson wasn't making any plays. I, I thought Clemson came in there and thought, hey, this is Duke. We're going to roll over these guys. And then before you know it, it's 28 to 7. So I, I just, you know, if I'm the head coach, I'm I'm telling this team, like, from the moment the ball is kicked off, you got to punch Duke in the face the whole game. You cannot let up until the game is over. This this team is looking for an opening. This team is is trying to create an opening. Okay? They're, they're very talented, very athletic, very well coached, and they have confidence. And they're coming out, and they're going to try to dominate you. I, I, I don't question any toughness about Duke at all. Okay, I don't think uh, Riley Leonard is going to be as mobile as he usually is, okay, with that injury. Um, I knew when they sat him down, you know, last week for the NC State game. I think he's been out the last two games. But I knew they was prepping him for Florida State, pretty much. So Florida State's got their hands full, man. Got their hands full, excuse me. Um, so we're going to see what happens on Saturday. Um, that concludes this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all, all podcast platforms. As always, go nose.